Christmas of 2015 uh, was a rough Christmas for the Clarks. I had been in the neuro ICU at Chapel Hill uh, the last half of November, and on Thanksgiving, I was released from the hospital, but I was struggling, so instead of going home, we actually went out, stayed out of town with family for a few weeks, and it, it wasn't until Christmas that we finally made it back to our house, and man, did it feel good to be back in our own home again. And the night of Christmas, Amber and I, we were in the, in the living room. We were watching The Baby Was Asleep. We were watching a Christmas movie. I was sitting in my own chair again. Uh, some, of y'all, some of y'all guys know what I'm talking about. There ain't nothing like your chair. It was my chair, and I was sitting in it. I was so comfortable. I felt so peaceful, so glad to be at home. It was Christmas time, man. Life was good. And, and just about the time I got just so relaxed, and I was in the zone, I felt something tickling my arm. <laughs> and I looked down, and I had a mouse on my arm. <laughs> Apparently, when we moved out, uh, we had some unintended guests move in. So I threw my arm up like this, and the mouse went flying through the air like that. It flew right past Amber's face. She jumped up and screamed. I jumped up and hollered, and we ran down the hallway. And our peaceful Christmas turned into absolute chaos. For some of you, maybe that's your Christmas this year. Uh, For some people, it's the happiest time of the year. For others, it's the most stressful time of the year. It's what I call the chaos of Christmas. Maybe you buy the presents and you wrap the presents, then you try to figure out how to pay for the presents. Or you decorate the house and you have 5,000 bulbs that have burned out and all the lights are in tiny knots. Or you clean the house and you cook and cook and cook and you go from this house to that house and you rush from here to there. And instead of enjoying the peace of Christmas, you get caught up in the chaos of Christmas. Anybody ever been there? Uh, Maybe Christmas is a little chaotic right now, and let's not even talk about family. Oh, some of y'all know it's supposed to be a Merry Christmas, but family could turn it into a Jerry Springer Christmas. Come on, y'all know it. Somebody's always acting a fool at Christmas time. And for all of my family that's listening online by Facebook Live, just type amen in the comments and I won't name any names. Christmas can be a stressful time, and guess what? Even the first Christmas was stressful. I'm going to read to you from Luke chapter 2, the Christmas story. It says this in Luke 2, 8. There were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And there was suddenly with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. So the angels brought news of peace, but Jesus was not born into a peaceful situation. Okay? No disrespect to Franz Gruber, but it was not a silent night where all was calm and all was bright. 
First of all, you've got a teenage girl who's pregnant and she claims she's a virgin. That's hard to explain at the country club. And you think about how Joseph reacted, right? Yeah, right. How do you think you would respond? It started with an incredibly stressful situation. And to make things worse, the IRS gets involved. Right? Everybody's got to go back to your hometown so we can tax you to death. Right? So Mary and Joseph have to travel 90 miles on a donkey. And then when they arrive in Nazareth and Joseph goes to get a room for the night, everybody's booked up and even the Irish inn said no. So what does he do? He works out a deal to spend the night in a barn. This is not a silent night where everything is calm and everything is bright. Here is Mary, nine months pregnant, who just spent days riding on a donkey. And now she has to sleep in a barn. And on top of all that, she goes into a labor. And when my wife Amber was in labor, <laughs> she was in a lot of pain. The doctor comes in and says, Mrs. Clark, would you like an epidural? She looked at it, uh, I kid you not, she said, I ain't got nothing to prove, hook me up. <laughs> but here's little Mary, no hospital, no doctors, no beds, no meds. No epidural means no peace. And yet she gives birth to the Prince of Peace. And then on top of that stressful situation, King Herod, a grown man, becomes afraid of a little baby. This child is being called the king of the Jews, so this evil king, this wicked king, starts killing all the newborn babies, and Mary and Joseph have to flee to Egypt and run for their lives to a nation where they don't speak the language and they don't know the culture, yet they have to go there. And when I think about the chaos of the first Christmas and the chaos of our world today, it begs the question, where is the peace that the Bible promises? The answer is found in the definition of the word. You see, Prince of Peace in the Hebrew language is the word Sar Shalom. So y'all got to help me preach a little bit. Come on, we all say that Sar Shalom. Shalom. Come on, say that again. Sar Shalom. Oh, yeah, y'all doing good. That word shalom is the word people use to greet each other in those days. So, yeah, come on, let's, 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 let's immerse ourselves in Bethlehem. Just look at your neighbor and say shalom. Come on, look at somebody else and say, Shalom. Shalom means peace. Oh, y'all sounding good. You sound like Hebrew. This very Hebrew this morning. But it's the same root as the Arabic word, Salam. You know, in Arabic, Arabic culture, somebody would say, Assalamu alaikum, which means peace be to you. And the response would be, Alaikum Salam, right? And to you, peace. But the Hebrew word, Shalom, like the Arabic word, simply means peace. But in Hebrew language, there's a deeper meaning. Uh, shalom literally means nothing missing, nothing broken. Nothing missing, nothing broken. So I know you already said shalom to your neighbor, but find your second choice and tell them nothing missing, nothing broken. Yeah, four of you did that. Come on, somebody, come on, try, try it again. Come on, tell them nothing missing, nothing broken. That's the Hebrew meaning of the word shalom. So when the Bible promises peace through Jesus Christ, it's promising that it's not promising he'll make life easy. 
It's not a promise that he will make all of your wildest dreams come true. This is what it's a promise of. That Jesus will heal the brokenness in your life. And whatever's missing in your heart, he will fill that void. Nothing missing, nothing broken. When you have the peace of God through Jesus Christ, your life can be falling apart on the outside and you can still have peace on the inside. He is the Prince of Peace. He specializes in making us whole and complete. Isaiah 9 verse 6, his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And verse 7 says of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. Notice it says government, then it says peace. In other words, when you're under his authority, then you can have his kind of peace. He's not just peace, but he's the prince of peace. He's not just shalom. He's the sar shalom. Sar is the word for prince. It literally means the head person, the captain, the governor, the man in charge, the go-to guy. If you need peace, Jesus is your go-to guy. The word sar in Latin is the word Caesar. Means the absolute ruler, the boss, the head guy. And until the Bolshevik Revolution, the Russians used the same title for their ruler. They called him the Tsar. Jesus is the Tsar Shalom. He is the man in charge of peace. You want burgers? You go to Burger King. You want ice cream? You go to Dairy Queen. You want peace? You go to King Jesus. He's the Tsar Shalom, the Prince of Peace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. It's talking about the lordship of Jesus. If you want the peace that he offers, he's got to be lord of your life. You want peace, you've got to live under his authority. If we're under the lordship of Jesus, we can have the kind of peace that he offers. Does that mean that we can call ourselves a Christian and live however we want to? No. Absolutely not. You can stick your head in a Bojangles box that doesn't make you a biscuit. <laughs> You can label yourself a Christian, but unless you're under the lordship of Jesus, that label means nothing. Because his peace comes from his lordship, his authority, his government. Amen? Hallelujah. You can't shack up with the devil and expect God to pay the rent. Married couple can't get in a fight and cuss and throw things and attack each other and expect to have the peace of God in your marriage. Why? Because you're not bringing your marriage under the lordship of Jesus. If you want peace, you've got to live under his authority and do life his way. But here's the good news. When we live under the authority, the rule, the lordship of Jesus, he gives us the kind of peace that nobody else can understand. I talked about when uh, Amber was in labor, gave birth to our son just a few days after Hudson was born. The doctors looked at my grandmother and they said, Janet, you're dying and there's nothing we can do to help you. She had lung cancer that had spread throughout her body and it spread to her brain and they said it's untreatable. And she looked at the doctors and she said, you know what? Jesus is Lord of my life and whether I live or whether I die, either way I win. That's the kind of peace that doesn't make sense to the world. It's the peace that passes understanding and that's the kind of peace that you walk in when Jesus is the Lord of your life when you're under his lordship and under his authority that's the kind of peace that comes from Jesus peace has nothing to do with the amount of money you have in the bank or how successful you are or how many friends you have peace comes down to one question who's on the throne of your life because real peace comes from Jesus
He is the Prince of Peace. He is the Sar Shalom. And maybe, maybe some of you, your life is in chaos. You don't have inner peace. God wants to bring you that kind of peace today. Listen to the words of Jesus. In John 14, 27, he said, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not be afraid. Think about this. Whose peace did Jesus say he will give us? Our own peace? No, he said his peace. My peace I give to you. I think about the first time I ever went on base at Seymour Johnson. It was back in 2012. It was for an evening meeting with a base chaplain. And, and y'all got to, because I know we got a lot, a lot of military folks. Y'all got to recognize I'm just a hick from the woods. I had never even been on a military base. So for me, the thought of getting a pass and driving on a military installation was very intimidating. Why? Because I always say the absolute wrong thing when I'm under pressure. Like in my mind, I get my pass at the vendor center and I go up to the gate. How are you, Mr. Clark? I don't have a bomb. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not a terrorist. <laughs> I always say the most inappropriate things when I'm under pressure. So, I did not drive myself on base. I had a friend who was security forces and he had just retired out of the Air Force. So, I got him to drive me on base. So, when I went on base, I was not nervous. I was not afraid. I didn't end up in Gitmo, right? I had no fear, no anxiety. I had perfect peace. Why? Not because of me, because of who I was riding with. Do you see, are you following me so far? I didn't have peace because of anything inside of me. I had peace because of who was driving the car. By the way, if Jesus is your co-pilot, you need to switch seats. <laughs> Listen. When we live under the lordship of Jesus, we can have incredible peace, the peace that passes understanding, not because of who we are, but because of who we belong to.
says that you are a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. That means that God has given you a new identity. And the amazing thing about putting your faith in Jesus is that some people come to the altar crying a puddle and other people don't feel anything. And both of them are just as saved as saved can be. You are a new creation in Christ Jesus, God has given you a new beginning, a new identity. In fact, let, I want you to just say that out loud. Let's proclaim it. Come on, tell somebody, I'm saved. Come on, say it out loud. I'm set free. I'm a child of God. I belong to Jesus. You know, it's amazing. So many people come and say, you know, everything seemed fine until I accepted Jesus. Now it's like everything is coming against me. Well, yeah. 
Because you were running the, running the same way as the devil before he left you alone. Now you're running against him. He's doing everything he can to discourage you and try to make you quit. Listen, uh, he's a sore loser, but he's still a loser. When the devil comes to try to bring guilt and say you're not saved, you're not a child of God, you're not born again, you're not a Christian, you say, devil, you are a liar. Jesus said he's a liar and the father of lies. And when he lies, he's speaking his native language. He can't say nothing but lie. So don't listen to that. You just tell him, uh-uh. He who the sun sets free is free indeed. I am a child of God. I belong to Jesus. Devil, I don't belong to you anymore. Hallelujah. Praise God. We celebrate new life this morning. God gave his son. Jesus was born that we could be born again. He came to redeem humanity. Amen.